Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Talking Body this week. This week's episode is going to be all about body image again, body dysmorphia and diving deep into body comparisons and cognitive behaviour therapy. It's going to um, go into a bit of lifestyle management and CBT known as cognitive behaviour therapy and how it works and how it can help with body dysmorphia. Before we get into the episode this week, just going to remind everyone, even though it is leading in towards the end of the October month, that it is still Breast Awareness Month. Um, Just reminding everyone to check their breasts, to feel their breasts, um, because it's actually really important for us women and uh, men as well. But if you're having any symptoms, if you're getting any breast tenderness, if you have any lumps, if you're getting any pain or discharge or anything like that, please go to your local GP and get checked. Um, So important. Um, I can't stress it enough. So yes, it is Breast Awareness Month. Make sure you are doing your checks. Make sure you are feeling around. It's really important. Right, what's been happening with me at the moment? But at the life update. Life update at the moment is I am loving the emergency department. It is so good. Um, I'm learning lots. Um, I'm taking lots of things on board. I can now insert cannulas, which I'm really excited about. I did really well in my assessments and things like that so um, really excited about that but yeah I've just been really busy working managing that lifestyle balance managing yeah just that work-life balance I am now training again not training full-time but just a three times a week I'm now with Bella coaching um, Bella Morrison she has been great so far um yeah, no, it's been good trying to get back into the gym a bit more as well as adding some cardio and endurance because I know that my cardiovascular health isn't that great. So trying to incorporate more steps and going for walks and runs and doing a bit more full body workouts has been great. Um, so yeah, that's what's been happening with me, just trying to balance it out, just working got a couple months left of my graduate program so I finish late February next year so yes it's all exciting it's all happening we are moving into the end of 2023 and we are getting ready for 2024 so it's all very exciting I do have news and I don't remember if I have told anyone in the previous episode but I am going on a big trip next year, Um, yeah, and I'm so excited about it. Uh, It's been in the works for a while now, but I'm not going to mention anything just yet because I still want to keep it under the wraps for now, but yeah, I'll tell you guys more details later on, but let's get into this week's episode. So like I said before, this week's episode is going to be a bit of a part two or just like another episode on body image and body dysmorphia, on body comparisons and then we're going to get a little bit into 
CBT, which is a formula, it is a treatment and therapy that most psychologists use for body dysmorphia, eating disorders, and just a lot of um, mental health treatments in general. It is a very popular one and it is very useful. So we're going to get into a little bit of that as well, because I know in one of my previous episodes, I did mention a little bit on it, but I did say that I wanted to go into it a bit more into a little bit detail of what it exactly is um, and how it can benefit patients clients people whoever doesn't matter now let's get into it so body image is something that we always promote to be positive around and to be and to learn to be body positive and more inclusive so body image is something that's always promoted on social media these days and is something that we learn about and is something that we have been driven to be positive positive and inclusive in all body types in all people in everything it is something that is very much spoken about in the media and this is yeah this is just something that everyone's kind of promoting and trying to change right As true as this all is, sometimes it's also good to remember and good to remind yourself that it's okay to be body insecure as well and it's okay to have a bad day with body image. Sometimes with body image we speak so much on how it should be, what we need to be and how we need to achieve it. However, we never speak about the downs of the ups or the bad days that it takes to get to the good days. And sometimes we just need to appreciate the bad days in order to feel good about the good. Sometimes we need to know it's okay to not be okay and to accept it for what it is before we can really learn to move forward. Sometimes, like I said before, we really just need to dwell in the bad to be able to get into the good. Like I say and like I'll say again is sometimes we need to go through those bad experiences and we need to go through those learning experiences in order to learn from them in order to appreciate the good days and the good beneficial learnings from everything okay so let's get into a bit of body dysmorphia body dysmorphia can be debilitating at times sorry debilitating at times for people and i've witnessed a lot of people that have been hugely impacted by the constant battle they have with their own body Body image insecurities can not only have a mental effect but a really big physical effect on our bodies and can sometimes behave or look on the outside. However, body dysmorphia can look normal and is covered up really easily. It is an invisible but suffocating thing. Our bodies can be congratulated for looking good when somebody could be starving themselves. Somebody could be depleting their body of nutrients and nobody knows because a person is behaving socially acceptable. People's bodies can also have a natural and faster metabolism where a person's body fat percentage is naturally low. But because of this, people can stereotypically be considered unwell when they could be physically and mentally fine. So we get it in both ways. Body dysmorphia can be an invisible thing and 
a lot of people think that someone's looking good and someone is fine because outwardly they are portraying this you know confident socially acceptable person but really they could be really suffering inside and then we have these people that might genuinely just look smaller have a smaller bone structure and all of these things however everyone could see on the outside that they look a little bit unwell but really they're completely healthy on the inside this is just how their body is made and how their body is so body dysmorphia can go in both ways Um, symptoms of body image and dysmorphia is a blurred line it can be both invisible and visible symptoms can be masked masked symptoms can come and go and symptoms might always underlyingly be there however it is something that we can live and learn to manage recently i've had to train my brain to not think badly of my body um doing bodybuilding and going to the gym a lot not only helped me comp not only made me feel confident and helped with my confidence but it has also been hard as I've learned I've had to learn to disassociate with the body I have built and learn to love if that makes sense and learn to be happy with my changing and fluctuating body so as much as bodybuilding and going to the gym and everything has helped my mental and physical health which it has um it can be hard when you've done all of this work and you've built this body or you've built this strength even should I say and then all of a sudden things are changing and you've got to learn to kind of disassociate from what what was and be happy with what is and just really learn to go with the flow and learn to love the process the journey and not what the outcome is um it's not always rainbows and sunshine like i still struggle with body image and mild forms of body dysmorphia at times myself i'm working through it but there are days definitely where i love my body and then there are days when i question everything i have built and done and become where i have today I still definitely haven't gone backwards. I just want people and listeners to know right now that understanding the growth that is happening is ongoing and to be better, you must continuously work, 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 work on yourself. It's about happiness and being content while also building a healthy lifestyle and routine routine that works for you. And it is okay to be still building that and reminding yourself daily that it is okay. Um, And when I say building a healthy lifestyle and routine for yourself that works for you, this is different for everybody. Nobody's lifestyle routine is going to be the same. So whatever works for you and whatever is good for you, do more of that. And just reminding yourself daily that it is okay to still be structuring adapting and doing all those things yourself continually growing changing that's what life is that's what our bodies do that's what how we work and just continuing to adapt and reminding yourself that continuing to adapt is okay um 
the way I've been able to look at it is that I've learned to try and steer clear of what my body looks like and replace it with what my lifestyle and routine looks like because if a happy and healthy lifestyle is good then my body will be happy and healthy too sometimes changing lifestyle routine and habits is the best way to turn around weight management instead of being fixated on body composition and weight However, I also know that everybody is different and this is not always the case in all people. Um, Like me, I love routine, learning and creating good habits and something that has extremely helped me within that journey is either having a coach or just having some kind of structure. Once again, this is all personal preference, but that is something that personally helps me um, and can help with structure if I need it. Okay, so a bit about developing the relationship you have towards your body. The good thing about body image is that once we have created a safe and confident space around and with our bodies, it makes a huge difference even on the not so bad days. You learn to appreciate your body more, you do things that are good for your body and you do things that make you feel good. You start to feel more secure on who you are as an individual and you become more available and emotionally mature to let other people love and appreciate you. You learn to accept compliments instead of brushing them off and you become more confident in how you interact with others. All those insecurities eventually become less and less or at least dull and most of those insecurities become things that you would usually see as a flaw, as something you accept. So... Once we become more confident in ourselves and our bodies, it starts to, people start to see that too. Um, And our relationship with ourselves gets better. In saying that, this does take a lot and it's still ongoing. It's still an ongoing thing. I'm not saying that once you develop a good relationship and confidence within yourself, this is all going to go away. That's not exactly entirely true. Um we're all only human and we're going to have bad days and bad days are still going to come however the way that we manage that manage them and the way that we learn to go about them is going to be a lot better than what it may have been in the past what it's like to have body dysmorphia or what it may look like i've just got a few points here um constantly feeling or believing that is something wrong with you or how you look comparing yourself to other ideals or an ideal appearance thinking or overthinking how you look and why you look a certain way avoiding situations where people can see how you look trying not to look at yourself because it upsets you or feels upsetting trying to hide features that you dislike frequently checking in the mirror how you look or constantly checking how you look Um, seeing big flaws as something that is very debilitating in your appearance that people might not even notice or would not even consider a flaw but it is something really big for you Um, these are just a few things about what body dysmorphia might look like or could definitely lead or progress into um once again, um, do- body dysmorphia and body image is a hard topic and it is a hard thing 
to cope and manage. It's also very common um, in young people and in all people. It's just something that we do, unfortunately, and comparing ourselves to other people is something that we do a lot as well, Um, especially comparing ourselves to other ideals or other ideal appearances. Once again, a lot of social media will come under this where a lot of people think that we should be looking like a certain way for society norms. This also comes under the stereotypical um, formulas or stereotypical comments or things that we have made generalised and normalised within what looks normal um, in society. So even just like we went into before, Someone who is naturally a lot thinner or smaller could actually be quite healthy, but people automatically, stereotypically think that they are unwell compared to someone who could be quite large or considered a bigger build. Um, Yeah, just things like that. Just a lot of stereotypical remarks around body dysmorphia and body image that we need to try and turn around because a lot of the things that have come into play aren't correct um, and could also be hindering someone's mental health as well when so many things are incorrect in society. Um Let's get into a bit of cognitive behaviour therapy with body dysmorphia. So, cognitive behaviour therapy is a form of psychological treatment that has been demonstrated effective for a range of problems, a range of mental health. Um, Studies suggest that CBT leads to significant improvements improvements in functioning and quality of life and can be more effective in some cases than medication so it is a non-pharmaceutical method which means it is a more holistic way of treatment as it's not in the form of any chemical or medication um, treatment which can be really good for people because if you can stay off medication for as long as you can probably the better Um, because once you're on medication it's quite hard to come off of it once you start people suffering from psychological problems can learn better ways of coping therefore improving symptoms cognitive behavior therapy works by changing thinking patterns and teaches you coping skills and focuses on how your thoughts beliefs and attitudes may affect your feelings and actions. CBT involves working with a therapist or psychologist. Those are your clinical um, health professionals that will help you recognise patterns of thinking and behaviours that cause these problems or issues. CBT teaches practical ways to learn to break or relearn helpful and healthy habits. Um, CBT is a way to break those habits of negative thinking which works very well in people who either experience body dysmorphia or body image issues as 
they have been diagnosed or someone who has been diagnosed with an eating disorder as it shows that this talking kind of therapy very much so helps um, people with these kind of issues to really talk about what it is that their primary problem is or issue is around their body. Okay, so let's get into the five P's. So one cognitive behavior therapy formulation is called the five P's. So um, psychologist therapists do use this one. Um, I think this is quite a popular one. Um, So the five P's is one of the frameworks used in CBT. Um, CBT works through talking therapy. As I said before, it is a therapy to get a better understanding of the problem and using problem-solving skills to help cope or manage the issue. So the five P's is presenting problem, predisposing factors, perpetuating factors and protective factors and precipitating factors so we'll go through them in order so presenting problems so obviously you're presenting issues current problem or issue that the person is facing this looks at the wider understanding of what the issue is so that's the kind of the first you know presenting problem what we're going to deal with currently predisposing factors is more the wider end understanding of the issue it looks at the situations of both the past and present these can include more in-depth interventions that aim to sustain and prevent any relapse of any kind so this probably might look into a little bit of trauma maybe for people looking at past present um yeah so that might involve obviously a bit more into depth of why this presenting problem is reoccurring Um, precipitating factors looks at both the internal and external factors um, that discover whether they are linked to get a greater picture of the overall problem so here we're looking at um, obviously in any internal factors but obviously external so external could be environmental internal could be um, any biological kind of factors anything that's um, kind of hindering or making the problem kind of worse and it's kind of perpetuating outward Um, And then we're going into perpetuating factors. So the internal and external factors that maintain the current problems. So whether um, the pattern is continuing because of these internal and external factors. And then we've got our protective factors. So the person's resilience and strengths that help maintain emotional health. This is where the therapist helps provide a route for the client by identifying methods that build on a person's current resilience and strengths. So there we go. So those are the five P's um, of this cognitive behaviour therapy formula. Um, 
that might help with someone who's suffering from body dysmorphia or body image problems. Obviously, every therapist will go through different ways with um, different people, but this seems to be quite a popular one. Um, And by identifying those methods of a person's resilience and strengths can really help with creating a plan and um, maintaining confidence in someone. Um, Yeah, and just reiterating resilience and strengths will help maintain emotional health. So focusing on the person's strengths is really important. Um, so that is all for today's episode I have got. Um, so it's just a little bit on body image, what it is, um, how we can start accepting that it is normal and it is common to some extent and that we can learn to be okay with the bad days instead of always praising the good. Um, obviously, like we say on social media, is a highlight reel. So sometimes it's okay to talk about when things aren't going as planned. Um, We dived even a bit of cognitive behaviour therapy and how that can help someone with body dysmorphia or who struggles from body comparisons. Um, And then I've dived a little bit into what I've been experiencing recently, the highs and the lows of everything what it may look like or for body dysmorphia or body image issues obviously this is different for everyone um, and basically we're just trying to break away those stereotypical what it may look like to have body image issues or body dysmorphia as stereotypically um things are not what they seem um, symptoms of body image are very much so invisible um, and visible um, and there's a bit of a blurred line in between symptoms of body image can persist they can be masked um, they might go away but they can always be underlying as well so learning how to live and manage with these things is so important because the quality of life is going to be so much better and learning to having those Having those coping mechanisms are so important because like everything, everything takes practice, everything takes uh, progress, everything's a journey, everything is work. So nothing's going to be a quick fix and nothing is going to get better straight away. It is something that takes a lot of time. Um, And not to say... You never know, these issues may just fully go away and sometimes they may not. So it's just important to accept that the only way through is um, is by managing and dealing with what the current issue is and then obviously diving deep into what may be causing that current issue. So are there predisposing factors? Is there something from the past that's um, hindering you from moving forward in the present? Is there external factors that are hindering you from with this um, current presenting problem? Is it environmental? Is it the living situation that you're in? Is it the people that you're surrounding yourself with? Is it 
um, how these people make you feel? Is it your friendship group? Is it your support network? Is it um, what you're seeing on social media? So there's a lot of things to question. I think that's what's good about CBT is it it really looks inward um, more. It looks into your, you know, why this is happening. It looks into your why. It looks into your understanding of why we think the way that we think. Um, And it looks at why we are having these issues and understanding why the issue is presenting itself um and yeah just looking back at those past and present um factors and kind of getting a just a greater picture on the overall issue at heart so yes that was today's episode i hope everyone enjoyed um i will put in a little bit of i did a bit of a recording a couple weeks ago of me just on my phone um having a good old chat about how my session went um so I'm going to add that into the end of this episode so I hope you like it it kind of ends the episode on a bit more of a brighter note not that this episode wasn't a bright episode but I guess we were diving more deep on how it is to feel and what it is to look how it is to feel when having body image insecurities but what it what it actually looks like as well um so yeah so and just kind of trying to expand on normalizing that it's okay to be managing this and dealing with this and learning to cope with it because it's something that we all do and it's something that we all go through at some point in our lives so just wanted to expand more on that so yes um i'm going to be recording another episode soon that's going to link back into my previous anxiety episode so i'm going to get onto that but um stay tuned keep listening and if you really like this episode please share it please post um i'm really loving this community community that we're creating and I really want to um, expand it more so if you're really enjoying what you're hearing please share please um, invite please let your friends know let your family know I thank you so much for all your support Um, but yes I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will speak to you guys soon okay bye everyone i am doing a voice memo on my phone which i will then edit into my next episode i'm jumping on here to say because i just wanted to have a chat with you guys that i just got into the car after a gym set a gym sesh can i even talk right now and i had a good day i just felt so strong and i just felt so beautiful and i just felt 
like my usual self. I just felt like me. And I just wanted to jump on here and say as a little reminder that it is okay to have shit days where you think you look horrible, the lighting's bad, or you just feel so insecure in the gym. That has literally been me for the last couple of weeks. And today is the first day in a while where I've actually felt good about myself. And I just wanted to jump on here and just say that that is okay, just to remind people that it is okay. And it you know, people do have that and you're going to have that all the time. But as long as you remind yourself and you stare that bloody girl back in the mirror and you just say, you are wonderful, you are beautiful, you are strong. And today I really felt like that girl. Um, And sometimes it just takes some prompting, some reminding. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to say that because a lot of the time you are going to feel like that insecure girl looking herself back in the mirror but today I felt bloody good and I know it's hard there are mirrors everywhere in the gym especially mine um but sometimes it's good just to look at your reflection and look at her and say because you know as bad as it can be Um, it's actually probably a good thing having mirrors around because it gives you the chance to practice those things to say to yourself like it is a temptation right there it is literally a force of your insecurities coming back and prompting you to say negative things about yourself but if we start reversing it and use those mirrors as a positive in the gym as positive reminders to treat ourselves better I think looking at it that way, it'll make our relationship with the gym better. It'll make our relationship with ourselves better. If we look at those mirrors and not think, oh my gosh, there's so many mirrors around. I'm going to have to be forced to look at myself. Well, good. You're forced to look at yourself, which means you are forced to practice and repeat positive affirmations to yourself. Um, And don't get me wrong, there will be days where it will be hard. A lot of the time it is. And But the more that you're faced with your fears, with your insecurities, with anything that is making you step backward in life, the more that you face them, the better off that you will be. So I just wanted to jump on here and say as a reminder how good it is just to feel amazing on those days, how good it is to feel strong and to feel like a badass bitch. If, every, if nobody has listened to... Um, or watched Too Hot to Handle. Oh my gosh, I could, I love binge watching um, reality TV at times. Um, but there is a new season of Too Hot to Handle. It came out maybe like a couple months ago, but there's this chick on it and she says this hilarious thing and it is so funny. She literally goes, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am that bitch dick needs me I don't need dick namaste and I know that like the dick part's kind of irrelevant but it's also not like (laughs) um but I just had to put that little accent on there because like she's literally sitting on the side of the pool and she's like I need to wash away the sin I need to be that bad bitch that I know that I am and I need to go back to center and I need to reclaim myself and I need to reframe myself and I was just like watching that episode and I was like oh my god this is amazing but yeah whatever it's gonna help yourself if you need a little ritual ritual can I even speak 
or a little saying to say to yourself, do it because it's going to make yourself feel good and it's going to bring yourself back to center. Um, but yeah, today I just wanted to jump in here, obviously, again, and say that to remind everyone that it's okay to have those bad days and but it's also bloody amazing when you have the good ones. So yeah, everyone have a good day. Go to the gym. If you're not at the gym, have a badass day no matter what you're doing. Look yourself in that mirror, face your fears, face that girl in the mirror and tell her how amazing she is, how strong she is and how far she's come because I can tell you what, you are that bitch. Okay, bye now, bye for now.